The following program was produced by a community producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the community producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Good evening, Malden. Welcome to 02148. My name is Mike Sharon. I am your host for the evening. It is Thursday, December 17th. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. As they say, it is the most wonderful time of the year. It certainly is. It's 65 degrees in the middle of December, <laughs> but what else can you say? Um, welcome. we got a great show for you tonight. Um, when I was thinking about tonight's guest, I, I was thinking, you know, how Elvis Presley, he's the king of rock and roll. <laughs> Michael Jackson is the king of pop. King of pop. And tonight I submit to you the king of access television. <laughs> Without further ado, uh, the executive director of UMA, Urban Media Arts, also known as Malden Access Television, Mr. Ron Cox. Welcome. Well, thank you, Mike. It's great to be here. I, I tell you, it's, it's a wonderful thing when you think about it, what you've gone through in terms of bringing the show together. I'm glad to be here tonight. Great to have you. It's been actually, we had you on a few years ago, yep. and uh, we, we focused, and I was really excited. You know, we talked about this place, of course, but uh, I, we focused in that you were the, an artist and a cartoonist, yes. Yes. and you brought in your yep. work, and it was fantastic. And uh, we're not going to bore the audience with that <laughs> tonight. Hell, <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> um, but welcome, man. What's well, going on? No, I, th I think it's great. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to move on. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's yes. what I heard. And I was, I yeah. was especially wanted to get you on. And I know you're not, not leaving uh, immediately. No, no. Because we've got to find the right person to replace me. It's not, yeah. not easy. No. <laughs> Those are big shoes to fill, for sure. Um, but it's funny because I um, was watching one of them. We can get into a lot of what this, um, this station and this place has done for, for the city of Malden, which is a lot and, and you have a lot to do with that, obviously. But one of them was uh, the political coverage. I always loved. Sometimes I was actually a part of when you invited me down. It was great. And I'm watching this. And we miss you this year, um, by the way. Yeah, and I, and I was watching this year, though. And um, I'm saying, did I just hear what he just said, that this was his the last time he'd be covering yep. uh, the politics? And it was just kind of like I, I hadn't heard anything, um, you know, yeah. and I follow what's going on down here. Well, uh, the thing was, uh, we wanted to keep it under the hats until I officially uh, announced it, and that was, uh, you know, on after the election. So yeah. I, I wanted to give hints, but until the announcement, I, I didn't want to, uh, you know, get people uh, riled up. But the fact was, it was a great election night, and I love, I love the idea of getting together and and talking about politics here in, in the community, and it's one of my favorite times of the year. Every two years, we get to do municipal elections. And, and it's really what UMA is all about, MATV UMA. Right. And I, I love it. And, and it's really a chance for us to talk about what's going on politically. Right. And 
we got a chance to do that, and I love going to the polls, interviewing people, holding signs. I love getting the, all the candidates. That's a lot of work that day. It is a lot of work. The editing and the well, Cameron, who's now uh, directing right now. Yes, was shout out to she, she and I went out there, and she was the camera person. I know for uh, doing this, and uh, she was at, you know it was her first time dealing with Malden politics, and she's asking all the right questions. She's fantastic, and uh, I got to tell you, it, it's great to have somebody new to the staff, yeah, learning what we're all about, and and taking it to another place, and and that's what. I think it was, was great about having this new blood coming in. Oh, yeah. The infusion of that yes. new energy is, yep. you've got to have it. Yep. Um, and some of those days, I don't know, was it cold that day? But I, I remember some rainy days are <laughs> yeah. out there oh, and the yeah. pouring rain all oh, day. Oh, yeah. And uh, just covering all the, all the polling stations was great. Um, so we got a lot to talk about. Yes, this illustrious access television career that dates S- back. 16 years. 16 years. But, but your involvement. Goes back 30 Goes back 30. 30 plus. Yeah. Yeah. 1988. I became a member. 1988. So we're talking 33 years. Yeah. Yeah. You became a member down here. Yes. Here's the thing. I I saw an ad in the Malden Evening News. That's a a paper that used to exist. (laughs) People don't know what a paper is. No, no. (laughs) Becoming extinct. (laughs) Yes. And I I saw this ad. It says uh, local community access television forming a Malden. And I uh, looked at it and saw where, where to go. And I went down to Malden uh, City Hall, which was uh, located in the middle of Pleasant Square, uh, Pleasant Street. That's and, right. And we still show it at the exactly of our show. in the basement. <laughs> in the basement, uh, I go there and uh, I walk in and uh, I look around. And I don't see anybody. And I went hello, and I see all these videotapes on these desks. And I look up, and this woman stop pops up. Hi, can I help you? I said, yeah, I'm looking to get involved in this community television station. And it was Rika Welch. Oh, wow. The first time I met her. And she said, uh, oh, great. Oh, this is fantastic. Uh, We'd love to get you involved. I said, well, yeah, well, uh, where's the studio? And she goes, well, we haven't built it yet. (laughs) We still have to build it. I went, oh, well, can I help do that? And that's how we got involved. So that was 1988. But what drew you to it? Were you? Did you? I was involved. Uh, I was involved in community media uh, on the side. Okay. Uh, I was doing. Uh, I went to Mass Art. Yep. I got involved in uh, film and media, and I started doing film and animation, and I uh, got involved with this vo- organization called Boston Film and Video Foundation. I was one of the founding members in, in 1976. And I got involved with that and uh, got involved in doing film and video. But it was on the side. Yep. I was working in, uh, working with kids. I was uh, essentially a social worker working with kids. Yep. And that was my job. I worked at various places. I worked at the YMCA. I worked with the YWCA at Camp Fun, all working with kids. I was the first person uh, to bring kids down to MATV. Wow. And they used the studio to create productions. Right. And Andres Arose, who is still involved with MATV as the associate uh, director of MATV, uh, UMA right now, and uh, she said, Ron, uh, what do we, hi- we could hire you to teach kids video. I went, really? I can get paid for this? <laughs> and this was what year? 
1989. Oh, oh, it was right now? Okay. Right, 1990, probably yeah. 1990. Right. And then I got involved, and I said, geez, I could do my own TV show. And it's incredible, the ambition you took on. Right? Uh, well, it, TV it, show. it was. That's the beauty about public access. I, I got involved and said, you can make your own TV show? Yeah. And I, I started doing it. Live on tape. Live on tape. Yeah. Formed the first show, June, 1990. First show. And from Do you remember on, the guest? I, I, you know, I, <laughs> I don't know who the guest was. <laughs> we'll but I, I remember some of the com- comedy spots we did. But I do remember when we had your father on. Mm. And Sam, oh, my God, was one incredible guest. Because I said, Sam, uh, you know, your art, your sculpture, your, your creative stuff that you do with wood, i got to get you on the show. So he goes, Ron, really? And he, got, he brought all his stuff on my show and then talked about how he made it. And I'm thinking, this is what public access is all about. Right. Taking community members and showcasing what they do. And, and, and he was one of the first guests I realized, this is what we're about. And I'll never forget it. Well, it's so funny you bring that up because we just happened to have a clip <laughs> oh my from God. 1991 when you had my dad on uh, showcasing his, his woodwork and, yes. and art. And uh, it was fantastic. And if, uh, if uh, Karen and James, is that ready to go in the booth? Let's show the folks. So you get pieces like this, mahogany, basswood, scrap pine, and you ready? to start a new project. Hi, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, this is an example of Sam Sharon's work, a uh, little taper also of him working. And Sam, you've got a whole bunch of stuff here. What, what do you got here? Well, there's a lot of whittling projects. Of course, a little sculpture project, you know. Mm-hmm. And a horse. Horses are very difficult to do. But remember I showed you the little ape inside, a, a gorilla inside a cage. And uh, can we get a camera to zoom in on that? That's okay. A little King Kong in there. And here, Ron. Here, yes, look so at this. this. This is three tiers of one piece of wood from here up. Uh, and it's got it's a little bit a little dog yeah. there, the old timer laying on so the So these things actually right. can move around inside here. And that's, uh, Hard to see, but that's a technique that we yeah. use. Now, you've got some ribbons here, Sam. You've been oh, making all is, kinds of awards? Uh, yes, from uh, Canada, England, all over the U.S. This is just a sample of, of some of the awards. And of course, you know, the gold medals they had on your desk. Yeah. Now, uh, you've done also something a lot of people might not realize. The seal of Malden, yes. you've sculpted that in wood. The large one. The large uh, one. You've seen the introduction yeah. uh, of the large one, and that's in City Hall. Then I've done these small uh, versions, mm-hmm. and here's an example of a, of a copy of the city seal, and I painted it with the, the beautiful colors that Malden has. And notice uh, the lines from the uh, King Richard. This town being yeah. found by, you know, the Why is that take on? <laughs> so, that, yeah. that's a, an example of work. And, and Ron, you know, I did the Santas, but... Yeah. Okay, uh, let's, let's, let's okay. show how you did this it, we're okay. out of time. Okay, here. You know, here's a little, uh, uh, you know, simple wood, a, you know, whittling. Yeah. Look at that. See, whittling. That's how you do it. It's taking the wood away. That's right. And this is a scrap I tell you about. Now, here, I want to introduce you to... Ah, I want to introduce you to... Here's something I already have. Uh, okay, show me how you do. This is okay. just how you want to hold this. Yeah. Uh, and just keep cutting away and shaping, you know? So that's how you do it. This right. Is, uh, now, Ron, why don't you try right it? Right into the wood? Right. Don't go don't away. You're not going to hurt it. So okay. go down there and uh, 
right, just like this? That's right. Just, just take a little sliver at a time. Right. And you're shaping all the time. You're sculpturing. So you're see? like taking pieces of the wood away. Absolutely. Oh, this is so uh, if you take classes... This is a lot of fun. I know. And then you, when you get it down to that level, you can use rasp, and then you could use... Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, so what, what are these tools? These are uh, this, all kinds these of These are gouges. You know, you have a whittling mm -hmm. knife, and this is a, a veiner, you know, it cuts deep marks. There's another tool. You know, they're not flat chisels. Yeah. They're gouges. Well, Sam, I know you're in the service, but were you a Boy Scout? Uh, that's, uh, that's wow, you're not funny. <laughs> no, I, matter of fact, I uh, uh, was a Boy Scout. Matter of fact, I went in the service, so yeah. I was a, I was a, a career soldier. Is that where you picked it up? Uh, uh, actually, the last year. Really? It was the last year before that's I went back to Germany, and I was there five years, so I went back and I was attracted to all those woodworks yeah. and masterpieces. We just did, very quick, we're running out of time, okay. but this and is here, how you're doing the drawing. Exactly. If you can hold yeah. that up. So I would sketch, you know, a pattern, mm -hmm. and then start a little detail at a time, and then do the sculpture effect. This is now good. this is the kind of stuff I would, I would introduce to the kids and the young people in high school, uh -huh. you know? So when I, when I sub-teach, I would introduce them. That's beautiful. Thank you. And well, Sam, I want to thank you for bringing all this stuff by. This is incredible. Uh, from pieces in progress to the finished pieces, and I uh, wish you all luck in the world. Now, the weather vane that you did, that was through the Ask Concert? Yes, they gave me a grant, and I put all the money in that, and that's it's okay. up there. And so it's if you're on this orange line going into Boston, uh, look that's over right. there. You look over there, and you'll see a work done by right. a local artist. All right. Uh, and it's, it's withstood two hurricanes. And still there. Hugo and Bob. Hugo and Bob couldn't. And I was so worried. I was up all night. <laughs> and I went the next day. I thought I'd have to pick it up off the ground. Yeah. No, it stood up. There. All right. Standing so really, yeah, Sam's wood is is long lasting. <laughs> Listen, Sam's again. Thanks a lot. Thank We're you. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh good God. stuff. Those are memories, man. Oh wow. Your dad was such uh, an incredible guy. He actually was on my show a couple of more times after that. Is that right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but that was his first time on the show. Yeah. And we focused on his art. And uh, the fantastic work that he was doing because he, he was so uh, involved in the community, do, doing things for, the, like, the weather vane. Yes, uh, right, right, the cultural And, and, and of course, yeah. the city seal. Yeah. Uh, and I tell you, he was one incredible guy. Uh, loved Thank him you. Appreciate that. Uh, you guys couldn't see it, but Ron's trying to direct the crew. <laughs> that This happened 30 years ago. <laughs> Zoom in! Zoom in! Get that shot. It's Access Television, um, which uh, I was talking to, uh, last night I was chatting with uh, your station manager, Chalonzo Amos, and he said that this might have been the first talk show live uh, MATV I, I, I live think, I think on it was. tape. Because we did a lot of imports in the beginning because we, we were just getting started and there weren't that many shows. Yeah. So my show was one of the first to like involved community members and doing interviews, showcasing people of interest. Yep. And obviously that was one of those people of interest. Yeah. But that was the idea. The concept was people of interest always had something entertaining, always had a guest that would uh, either perform uh, music, a band, uh, and, uh, oh, yeah, I know. and then we always had comedy. I always had Chris Sell. I tell yeah. you, we miss Chris Sell. Chris Sell was one of my first writers. He's uh, unfortunately has passed away. Okay, but he was uh, one of the people that understood that, that we wanted to uh, be, you know, lighthearted. Well, you always told me, uh, um, you know, at the time in the late '80s, and you kind of modeled after Letterman, didn't you? Yes, the, I did. Well, show? actually, Steve Allen. Steve Allen. <laughs> I okay, go, I go way yeah, back. Right, right. <laughs> but I, th you know, I think Letterman was on. You yeah, know, the big no, show at the time. Exactly. So. A lot of people say, hey, I like David Letterman. No, I think Steve Allen. Yeah, he was, that makes I used to watch him, uh, you know, I was a, uh, in high school, uh, back in the 60s. So. Yep. And yep. he was a big influence on me because 
he that he took the idea of making fun of everything yeah. and and trying everything and yeah. and and exploring everything and my feeling is that's the beauty of life is uh you know we get this chance to like explore uh, seek out stuff and when you can p- put it and take it back and and send it back out to the community that's a wonderful thing ron cox artist <laughs> philosopher deep thinker <laughs> Uh, if you're wondering uh, about Snoopy and yeah, Woodstock, this it? is, well, you know, I was thinking mm. tonight, my dad's an artist, you're an artist, and I, you, you once told me uh, Charles Schultz was one of your mentors, you're yes. a fantastic cartoonist that Ron is, and so I thought it would be appropriate. Well, that's wonderful, yeah. I appreciate that, Yeah, because yeah. um, that's how we started out, as a graphic artist. I used to do a cartoon strip in Malden. Yeah, um... You, that stuff is fantastic. I tell you that we we displayed that on we you were on the show three or four years ago, I think, and, and the work is incredible. We had a show here, you actually. Did the satire uh, with the uh, satire, yeah. and uh, I, I had this great opportunity to, as a cartoonist, to make fun of uh, local community people. Yeah, <laughs> and I got, got to do trouble. that. Got I got in trouble. trouble. Yes. Oh, Ed Markey. Oh my know. God, Ed Markey was that would who call was me you? up and say, yeah. "Ron." I think you went over the line there. <laughs> Ed, it's funny. It's it's well, you gotta get you know thick skin. Up. Exactly. Yeah. Lighten up. But uh, I missed that part. But one of the things about retiring is I've got to do that. I get to go back to that. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, and good for you. And uh, I know you're a world traveler as well. So hopefully you're. Uh, yeah. And enjoy enjoy yourself as well. That's that. Well, we're not done. We're not done tonight either. Um, <laughs> Tell me about this transformation, though, uh, yes. that's been going on, and and I, and it's been years now. I've yes. been coming down here, and yep. I just your eyes are just on fire about yep. the vision of, of where you well, your access television and was I going. Because because we need to talk to, about it. Because a lot of people are saying, well, what happened to MATV? What's going on? Yeah. Well, a lot of it has to do with the idea of what we're about, and and what we're about is you know as it turns out, it's more than television. Yeah. It is the idea of. Communication through any format, and 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 we want to connect people. We want to give people voices, and and that can be beyond television. It has to do with the idea of think about it, what we're doing now. We're doing a neighborhood view, which is citizen journalism. That's yeah, fantastic. And that, and that we we no longer have a newspaper in Malden. I sure you got the Observer. Eh, I wouldn't call that a newspaper. Uh, you got the Advocate, which is close to a newspaper. Yep. But that's it. We don't have the Malden Evening News. We don't have a daily anymore. I know. So where is local journalism? Where is the local stories being told? Well, right now, that's at UMA. And it's the thing you're called filling, Neighborhood you're View. F- filling that gap. We're filling right? that gap. Right? And I'm thinking, that's what we do. We're, we're, it's more than television. It's, more, it's, it's, a, it's giving off a, a platform for people to express their voice. That's been the core of what METV has been about. But as we change we realize we need to open up to what giving a voice means yeah and it's more than television it's journalism it's the idea of expressing yourself through podcasting that's right you know mm-hmm. the idea of what you're doing tonight mike you every you know you do this what once a month i do and this is a wonderful format for you to share different people coming on and giving them the chance to express what they're doing this is what omar is about so when MATV, but going back, it realized what they can do, broaden that base of what we can accomplish. Yeah, it's more regional. It's not just Malden. Yes. Yeah. It's beyond that. One of the things that COVID did, 
is make us realize that uh, a lot of the stuff we had to do online, and once we did that, we realized, my gosh, we get a chance to express who we are to the world. Yeah, the outreach. Is the outreach. Is it, and, and so we realized uh, maybe it's now time to really look at what we're about, and Malden, which is a great community, needs to expand yeah. and beyond Malden. And during the COVID, we had this uh, uh, film building workshop where we involved a group of people in China, a group of people in, Chi in uh, Chile, and a group of people in Malden. Wow. And we made a film out of those three groups. And they came together to make this film. It's called Film Building Workshop. And we realized when that happened during COVID, wow, let's do this continuously. We can do this right, on, right. on an ongoing basis. Yeah. So that realized, when that happened, I realized that we can be beyond what Malden is and give people a voice no matter who they are, where they are. And I think that's made us more significant in terms of uh, what we can do, but more importantly, connect people to wherever they want to go. And that, to me, is what we're about. Uh, you know, People say, like, what can you do? Well, you can do a show yourself, do a podcast, right. write a story for citizen journalism, become a journalist, uh, or just do some show that you just feel important that's for you. Right. But send it out. And and you know and of course they don't have to be in front of the camera and, right. and then, right if yeah, they have exactly. a passion for for uh, graphic design or all those tools and cameras and yeah. uh, production yeah it's all there exactly and and that's what we're looking for people who have graphic uh, uh, skills uh, people who are communication skills people who want to learn video I mean it's it's a learning process it's also a process where you have skills you bring to us yeah and. I know you have some great skills because you are a very connected to the community, man. And and what I love about you is your passion for community-oriented things. Bread of Life is a big example. Thank you. And I think that to me was what one can do. You have a passion for some something that you are connected to in the community. Yeah. And then you say, well, what can I do with that? Well, you expanded on that. You took this idea and built a show about it. And that was giving back. And I, I got to tell you, what was great about that is not only did you promote what giving, what uh, Bread of Life is about, but you had fun. You made it. You made it like, oh my God, the we things you did. Oh my God, you made it fun for people to not only see how uh, it could be fun to watch, but it was uh, informative. People enjoyed watching it, and they got a lot out of it. So. Thank, Thank you very for much. That. that was so much fun. That was a perfect example of, um, uh, for me, um, wanting to get involved and coming, you know, coming down here and not sure. And it's like, you know, it's good to have a focus. You come down. I didn't, I didn't know who was going to host a show, <laughs> you know. Uh, but you meet people and you start networking. You know, when I first came down, I was working on Barbara's show, yeah. you know, and I didn't even think of a show. And then uh, That was Malden Square. Malden Square, we yeah, it's that. still going on. It's fantastic. Yep. And um, watched her and uh, just loved being around the creative atmosphere. And, of course, if I don't mention my partner there, Brian Biggie, he'll never forgive me. Brian Biggie <laughs> was the uh, government, uh, government, was coordinator, government coordinator. And, and uh, he was fantastic because 
what, what Brian did was not only uh, deal with the government access part of the station, but he saw how important community uh, input was, right. the community organizations that gave back to the community. And he saw the important part of, of how we can connect that to what his job was. And that was great how he did that. It was. And that's how I connected with him. It was like they were doing a food drive for Bread of Life. And I'm like, hey, I, I'm involved with the Bread of Life. And then, you know, yeah. next thing you know, he's uh, got the idea to put the show together. And um, he goes, I don't got a host. Do you want a host? <laughs> Is that how it happened? I did not know that. Even I, I didn't I know fit that. the suit, you know. <laughs> Johnny Bravo. Um, yeah. That's how no one wanted to host. That's funny. Um, but, yeah. It's, and we had a lot of fun because we did those funny sketches and that's what i love about you you got creative with it and you said okay we're going to talk about the the business of serving uh bread of life but let's do it in a way that made people watch made people get engaged and that's what that show did you you brought humor and you know i think you created an audience because of that uh thank you it was a lot of fun and by the way <laughs> which which brings me to our next role in uh Ron was part of that fun and he was a big part of uh just behind the scenes of that whole show the support that we got from him and everybody down here is just a great staff but but Ron joined in on the fun and we have an old uh an old episode I think dates back to 2010 where our opening sketch that starred uh Dr. Ron Cox if we could cue that up to me oh oh mike hey you're gonna be okay mike you're gonna be okay is that you brian brian yes it was it was awful it was awful I, it was a nightmare you wouldn't believe it ron cox before my surgery he was my surgeon yeah before my hernia surgery yeah oh so glad to see you oh it was it was I'm, terrible i'm used to dreaming around card girls yeah mike i so hate bad. to break it to you but um that wasn't a dream ron really was your surgeon you mean <laughs> Sorry, sir. Visiting hours are over. Hey, Mikey, how you doing? The surgery went great. What? I mean, you really did perform the surgery? Yeah, everything went fine. Went fine? What's going on here? Man, you really do need health care reform. Ronnie, what are you doing here? You're an access guy. Do you have any experience? Do you, you go to med school? No, but last night I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express. Uh, besides... I have been watching Marcus Welby, MD, ever since I was a kid. What's the problem? It was a simple procedure. Simple procedure? I heard a million stories. Guy comes in for a simple appendectomy. Next thing you know, he's singing soprano for his local glee club. <laughs> That's a good one, Mike. But seriously, don't listen to any of those bozos. Who think you're half the man you used to be? Half the man? <laughs> Ron, I, I had a simple hernia operation. Uh, hernia operation? Uh... You didn't. Mama. Listen, um, Mama. Uh, please forgive me. You did? What are you nuts? I've been so stressed out. I, I've, I've been juggling a million balls in the air. <laughs> million balls? Interesting choice of words, Dr. Cox. Well, what's going on here? Sorry, I got what surgery, is... Mike. Sorry. Surgery? Surgery. See you later. Come back here. Brian. I can't believe this. Brian. Did you... Mike, <laughs> relax. Relax? Yeah. 
I don't think he meant it. Plus, it's, it's not so bad, right? Not so bad? That's all you can come up with? The way I see it, I'm playing with half a deck, and I still got a hernia. What's going on here, anyway? Come back here, Brian. Oh, no. This is terrible. Toto, NEM, NEM. There's no place like home. Mr. Shrum, how are you? Would you like some pain medication? The surgery went great. Now can I get you anything to eat? Yes, that would be great. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That was those. great memories. Well, the, that was I love the idea that every Bread of Life show or Giving Back show, you always had to come up with something that was funny and humorous. And I love the idea that you did that. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, great. That was uh, Haley Howe. Haley Howe and, and, and Brian Biggie. Biggie. Starring along. Yeah. Um, and the green screen. See how the wonderful tool. Oh, made? and that's the thing. The, the beauty of using uh, this facility to create stuff like that is still happening you can still do it and that's the beauty of it it's just your imagination to come up with ideas of how to use the resources and you did that to the extreme and i, and I appreciate it thank you very much that was a lot of fun to watch uh and that show was uh, a blast it to really do was. um and the bread of life of course is still thriving in, yes. in a great organization they got a new building uh, uh, looking for uh, money to help make that happen absolutely uh www.breadoflifemalden.org <laughs> yeah if you can uh Help! It's just yep, a wonderful exactly. organization, as you know. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Um, so let's get back to you, though. This yeah. uh, uh, live on tape. Yes. Um, Thirty years still going. Yep. Well, we, we're taking a break. Taking uh, a little break uh, for, for the, COVID the holidays, but we're gonna we'll bring it back in January. Yep. Uh, I should say February will probably be the next show because January we're gonna start crewing because you got to build the crew for this. Yep. And uh, we're hoping anybody out there that wants to get involved uh, down here at, at UMA, uh, this is a chance for you to, to really uh, get involved to be part of a production. And Live on Tape, which originated in 1990, will uh, hopefully come back in 2022. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. Is this math right on that? <laughs> yeah, 2022. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> And that's uh, that's not a live show, right? It's a, oh yes, we're, we're it is always a live, live show. Oh yeah, we well, do that's live. Right. That's like we, we, the whole idea of live. COVID, we used to be and live, live here. You're, you're the thing that people don't realize: you're doing live right now, live to tape. Correct. Or live to card. <laughs> or live to uh, right the cloud. <laughs> Someone's in the cloud. Yeah, but no, but but this show actually with Lucy and and. Previous yeah, before I was here was, was it says you know, but it went out live. You used to, and you yeah. used to take and phone then, calls, right? They used and, to take phone calls. But I think calls. what happened is because of COVID, you know, it's hard to get like certain uh, times to to, to, to broadcast it live. Yeah. So uh, we're slowly coming back out of COVID, and but of course, you know, we we, we strive to come out of it, and then you, you get setbacks with this. I new, know new virus, uh, so hopefully. Uh, 
we'll come out of it and, and uh, stop bringing these shows back. But you didn't miss a beat during, I mean, you guys went to the Zoom and to the, yes. the, the online yes. stuff. And I got to tell you, I, a lot of credit goes to Alonzo Amemus, who, who uh, is our director of operations. And what's great about what he did is we, we got very, one of the first media centers to get very involved in going on Zoom and producing shows on Zoom. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, we ended up doing a COVID show with the mayor uh, every two weeks. Well, talk COVID. about that. That was, you know, you talk about services that you provide yeah. the city. Yeah. Um, that was incredible. Yes, it was. Um, you know, you got the mayor on and, and you know, especially in the early days, everybody yes. didn't know what the heck was going exactly. on. No, I, I got to give credit to uh, Ron Cochran. Yeah. Uh, oh, Ron, uh, yeah, good friend. And the mayor's staff who, yeah. who uh, realized uh, here's an opportunity to reach out to the community to give people updates on this incredible thing that this virus that nobody knew, you know, what hit them. Right. And uh, needed to know updates on what's going on. Yeah. And uh, we had the ability to uh, come into our studio and, of course, uh, did it uh, through COVID protocol. Yeah, I was going to say, you're all masked up. All you're all masked social up. distancing. Yep. And, um, you know, again, especially and, the and, early and, days and, and, uh, and then eventually what we ended up doing is uh, we started the studio uh, in Studio A, and then eventually we ended up going remote from the various places. So uh, it evolved into a, a, a Zoom kind of uh, show. Yeah. And uh, we were the first people to do that. And, uh, again, the information that we needed to give, was we were able to do that using the free resources of uh, METV Uma. So it worked out very yeah. good for both of us. Yeah. And, and they're still doing shows, obviously. Yes, we're we not are. Out of the not on a regular basis like we used to. Right, right. So now it's more of an as-needed basis. Yeah. And uh, right now the mayor is uh, kind of taking the pulse of how this uh, new uh, variant is happening. So right. I'm sure there's going to be a show in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it was first on, it was Wednesday nights and bumping my show. I was like, what yeah. the hell's going on? Oh, yeah, public <laughs> That's what he told him. Let's move it to Thursday. <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was uh, obviously uh, keeping the Malden folks yep. um, up to date with all the latest information. So it was great. Um, kid, You mentioned the kids' workshop, which initially got you hired on the work that you did with kids. But even that, uh, you know, later on when I came in in the late 2000s, um, the workshop that you were doing here, t- talk a little bit about that. It was incredible. Well, it, it, it evolved. Yeah. It, it, it originally was uh, just working with kids and yeah. having them being creative. And th- then what ended up happening was uh, I ended up saying that let's get this more organized and, and into a group called KVA, uh, right. which was the Kids Video Adventure Workshop. And that became a, a two-week workshop we did every year. And uh, what it was, it was got a chance for kids to not only learn how to use video, but uh, it was media literacy learning. So they actually end up making a new show. Yeah. They end up uh, doing commercials. Uh, I had them say, uh, come up with a product and sell it. Uh, It was fantastic. commercial. And they learned how to do that. And then they end up making a film. So all those components were put into this two-week uh, seminar, in a way, a workshop, and uh, it ended up being very popular and winning uh, lots of awards every yeah. year. Yeah. And, and it's all because of these kids who got... Uh, one of the things I realized is if you give kids an opportunity to express themselves, be creative, they will 
they will fill that bill and and uh, and, and unleash this incredible creativity that the kids can do. And uh, when I realized that, we did this on a regular basis for for seven years, and uh, it was one of the highlights of my my work here at METV. So. Well, it's wonderful when you think about it, because nothing was around like that when I was a kid. You think. Uh, the, some of the kids that maybe aren't uh, athletically inclined or not into sports, and they have nowhere to to go, you yeah. know, and, and they have this creative outlet, which they didn't know that was in them, right. and you're tapping into that, yeah. and it's fantastic. And, 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 a, and a lot of the kids were, oh, I don't want to go in front of the camera, but they love the idea of go being behind the camera. So there were certain kids who gravitated to the being in front of the camera, and there's others that said, I, I want to direct. I want to yeah. be on camera, right? And 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 we focused on that and built the whole program based on where the kids were coming from, and that always was an important part of uh, KVA. Now, is that was that you did that every summer, summer workshop. Every summer, yeah. 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 Still in. Uh, we haven't done it uh, well. Uh, uh, when Haley came came on board, uh, and then I became the ED. Uh, one of the things that uh, we end up doing is. Uh, uh, it, it transformed into a, another place and, and other opportunities that Haley uh, ended yeah, up she, doing. Yeah, she took the ball. And and she took the ball know, and, and, yeah. and took it out other places. And then, of course, uh, COVID hit and, and right. things, things changed. Yeah. But, but, uh, but um, I'm very happy in terms of that time. And, and hopefully we'll, we'll, we can bring this back when, when yeah. I retire. <laughs> Absolutely. It's part of your legacy. Exactly. So. Um, so there was a time, let's say you said you became the executive director, was it 06, 05? 2006. 2006. Um, was the, there was a stint in Wakefield? Tell, tell well, me about he, that. Well, here's what happened. Yeah. Uh, uh, when I was uh, uh, teaching, uh, uh, bringing kids over from the Y and, 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 and YW and teaching and showing them how to use the program and create videos, uh, Rika Welsh, the first ED, executive director of, of MATV, said to me, Ron, uh, I think it's time for you to change careers. And she's the one that said, you know, I, I think you should go for this job in Salem uh, as a, pro a, I think it was a program director. Yeah. And uh, I went for the job and uh, it got down to me and this other person. And this other person, I, th I thought, oh my God, I think she's going to get the job. Yeah. And I said to her, where, where are you working right now? And she said, uh, Wakefield Community Access Television. And I said, oh, that's great. Oh, oh. Well, good luck. And then I, that night, I called Wakefield Community Access Television. I said, I hear, you, I hear you're looking for a job. Uh, my name is Ron Cox and blah, blah, blah. And the guy went, well, no, no, I don't have a job. What are you talking about? You hung up on me. <laughs> well, she ended up getting the job. Yeah. He called me back. His name is Robert Haig. So you had a little inside hey, information exactly. there. He called me back and said, Ron, uh, how did you know? And uh, what's the deal here? I want, I want to come in and be interviewed. And I got the job in Wakefield. So I ended up not getting a job in Salem, but getting a job in Wakefield. Yeah. So that was great. And that started my career in public access. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was very, um, you know, sly and underhanded, but <laughs> it worked. It worked. It worked. Yeah, no. And I get credit for Robert Haig for taking a chance on me because he was the, you know, he's, he's, you know, it was, uh, I forget what age I was, but starting a new career. Yeah, and it was, I know. That's, that and takes I'm so a lot glad. I'm thankful for it. Yep. I'm thankful for Rika, Rika Walsh, who, who uh, gave me the incentive to do it. And, and how long were you there? 
I was here for three years, and then uh, we, uh, Saugus, I mean, uh, Salem kept calling me saying, hey, Ron, we, we, we'd like you to come back because the person that got the job left after a year. She got pregnant. And they said, Ron, we want you now. <laughs> and I said, no, no, I'm working Did you know she was pregnant, Ron? No, I did no. not know that. Okay. And, uh, but the fact of the matter is, I eventually did go to Salem. It made me an offer I couldn't refuse. I went to Salem for six years. And then the ED job came, evol- uh, came up in uh, Wakefield. Yeah. And I decided to go for that. And since they knew me, I got the job. And then the job in Malden came up. And that was a tough one because Indressa Rose was going for the job. And I felt, oh, my God, she should get the job. Yeah. And then my program director said, Ron, it's your hometown. Well, why don't you go for the job? And I said, uh, what do you mean? He said, well, it's not you to decide. It's the board of directors. Go for the job. So I did. I got the job. And then I asked Ann to please stay because I need you to be part of this team. And she stayed. And Thank I'm so God. thankful for Thank that God, because, oh, yeah. my God, yeah. we've been this incredible team. You have. And then with Talonzo and, and the rest of this team, uh, I, I, I was a lucky man, no doubt about it. You, you have been. And, um, you know, they say great leaders is, is, is great as the staff around you, the people you put around you, and you certainly assembled. Uh, and some of them were already here, obviously. Ann yep. was here. And uh, that must have torn at you, the loyalty she brought you aboard earlier on. Um, yep. But um, she's been, you guys have been a dynamic duo. And, duo, and this staff, for, the, uh, for the, the time that I've been involved, last 12, 15 years or whatever, for the most part, have been not much turnover. I mean, no, uh, and and I'm very appreciative of that. Uh, you know, this is a w- I, one of the things I wanted to do is set an environment where everyone involved in this place had, has a chance not only to do their job, but to be encouraged to excel in d- their job. Yes, and 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 be in a place where they they feel like they're heard, but have a part in how we move on and how we progress. And I think. Th- that has been probably one of the best things about this this environment here, and it still continues. And 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 there's a time where, where staff have realized they got to their potential and they move on. Yeah. And and I'm thankful for for Brian who who's in a great job right now. Right. right. And I felt like we gave him the foundation for where where he is now, and uh, and he's very appreciative. I think Patrick Gordon is another person who went beyond, and now he's in ED and Everett. Oh yeah. Huh? And. Uh, Huh? Uh, various uh, members of our staff have always moved on. Uh, uh, Gamo Hamlin is now working for Tufts. Most recent. And, and I think, in a way, what uh, Umar is is a place for people to, to you know, get a chance to excel and uh, show their skills and, and, and move on, hopefully, to a, to a better place. And Haley. Yes, Haley. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now that I think of it, everybody's left you. <laughs> I'm going to take... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I want people to, to excel and move on to a better place. Well, you and you told me, because we've had a, a lot of interns come in here, and, and, and I'm grateful, anybody that helps with this show, but they they move on, Yes. right? They, they You give them all the tools, and they learn, and then they get another opportunity, yeah. and they, they leave. And it. I love this. And yeah. then, I, you know, a lot of places, you know, we go to a lot of conferences, and I tell people, you know, part of what my story is about is I started as a volunteer. Right, worked my way up. I was on the board of directors for three years, and and then I, you know, end up getting into the business, and then here I am, ED. I mean, are you kidding me? 
What a the wonderful American dream exactly. right here. American He's living. Dream and, and encourage any, anybody, you know, all interns. And Karen, you, you're, you're one of them. Yeah. To, yeah, to, to realize that, that all you have to do is, you know, get involved, uh, excel in what you do, and move up. And, and all these opportunities are there to, for the taking. Yeah. And, and that's the wonderful thing about public access, community television, community media, whatever you want to call it. This is a wonderful thing. Certainly is, and uh, you've been uh, a big part of it for a long time. Um, I got to ask you: Was this this? Uh, you're still a very active, young, uh, <laughs> agile man. You yeah. still uh, got a lot left. Was this a tough? Uh, was this a, a tough decision? Was it? Uh, well, yeah. Here's the thing: uh, I'm 73. Can you believe it? You I, look great. I, I, I can't believe it. So here's the thing: it, you know, I think there's a time for everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think my time here, in, in, in a way, it, it, it's time for me to move on. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, yeah, 73. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You've got so much time left. So I think it's time not only to uh, – okay, let me go even go back. Part of this rebranding part of yes. what METV transforming into UMA was about, I felt that my time here – for this transition was important because I feel I'm, I'm a connector to the past. And my responsibility is to bring us into the future. And th- once that's done, I feel I can let go and give it up. And I feel that that, that that transformation to what we've become from MATV to UMA was very important to me. Yeah. Because I felt like it was like, not that it was my thing, but I was part of that thing from the beginning. And this transition to what we've become was a very important part to me personally. You needed to see I this needed completed, to see this completed before, you can before I could move on. And because it could have been, uh, I mean, l- l- okay, the name, yeah. Uma. Yeah. Okay. A lot went into that. You a lot went into Two years. Two yeah. years. Uh, two and a half years of, of this. And I felt like whatever we we're going to become, I got to make sure I'm happy with it. Yeah. So the UMA name was something I came up with before we came up with what it meant. You're kidding. No. <laughs> you just, this is something you, 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 you grunt at night? You kind of grunted at night. <laughs> and and I love the sound. I thought like, oh my God, this is, I don't know what it means, but ah. you had. Are you serious? You had the yes. name before the yeah, acronym. Before is the that name, the, the, the so the next right uh, was the committee involved. There were all these committees. So uh, we said, okay, uh, Uma. What does it mean? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we came out with all these different names. Uh, you know, uh, oh, I, I try to think of some of them, but, but some of them were terrible. But when somebody said Urban Media Arts. And that was the thing. We wanted to be more involved with media yeah, uh, and the arts because we've always been supportive of the arts. Right. And the idea of what media arts can be is so encompassing right. that we felt, let's broaden that base. So it just made sense. UMA became Urban Media Arts. And to me, that is what we represent. We're, we're promoting the connection between media and the arts and community, and that's uh, hopefully that's not only what we 
are, but we're, we're going to keep going. Well, do you feel, and I think, and that's that's incredible. I never heard that story. This is this is your vision. That's to come well, up with it's that. It's a group of people. It's, it's a group me. of people. But yeah. I mean, just that Uma story is, is fascinating to me. But do so if you remain stagnant. Yeah. You know, access television. If it just remained in access television the way it's always been, you're saying unless it evolved into this, wouldn't have survived. Correct. Or, right. Well, it, here's the thing. Our our funding is pretty much based on uh, cable revenues. And that mean, what does that mean? It means the people who have cable, uh, a, a percentage of those subscribers, right. that revenue is coming to us. Now, I don't know how you people, are, uh, hopefully you're watching us, but you're probably watching us on YouTube. <laughs> because cable subscriptions are going down. Right, right. So once we realized that, we said, well, we, we need to have a different business plan. And that's when the, the, the uh, discussions began that not only do we need to change our name, we need to change our focus to where we need to get our revenue. And that was to broaden our base. And that was to, to reach out to beyond, beyond television and to seek out ways we can connect to the community beyond television. And that is things like citizen journalism, right. things like uh, uh, the arts, uh, things like uh, the idea of Malden Reads. Right. And we realized that we are so connected to all these different initiatives that... The explosion that of podcasts. It, it, podcasting. Industry. Podcasting yeah. alone has been one of the biggest growths that we've seen in terms of our, our facility and our resources. So we, we have the resources for this. So we need to adapt to yeah. where the needs are, where, where the people are saying, well, this is what we want. Yeah. And that's how we've evolved, and that's one of the reasons we've changed our name. And also, Urban Media Arts is more regional, not just Malden. Right, right, which yeah. is what you, the outreach, expanding, exactly. and, and you recognize. So Everett and Medford, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you, stu do you look at the surrounding communities, oh, yes. what they're oh, doing? Yeah, because uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, one of the things that we're realizing is, uh, you know, what's the future? And... Uh, you know, a good example is both Medford and Everett. Uh, you know, their facilities, uh, yeah, they're, they're both in, 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 in flux, uh, put it that way. Okay. So this opportunity that maybe uh, in the future, maybe we reach out and say we work a deal because we've learned how to do it and uh, how to expand beyond uh, just television and uh, meeting the needs of the community. So if we can do it here at Malden, I think we can do it regionally. And I'm hoping whoever comes in to replace me is thinking like that and uh, yeah. uh, realizes that our, our future is in uh, establishing a, a, you know, a more regional approach to community media. Well, yeah, and I think, well, I think they'd, they'd have to. I mean, the foundation that you're laying for the vision that's there now, and you know, there's no turning back now. So yep. no. Um, good stuff. <laughs> I know, Mike. Thank you so much. Man. <laughs> this is a great opportunity to talk about this. Right? You know, you think about it and then I, talk about it. I know. No, it's things. it's great stuff. Um, but still, I'm just uh, there's a sadness when someone's moving on. I yeah. know that the good good news is, folks. He's it's it's not tomorrow. He's right. going to be around, yeah. and he's still in the area, right? Right. Oh yeah. And he'll always have roots here in Malden. Right. Um, and. Um, no, I'll still be involved, and, and, yeah. and that's the other thing. I, 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 I'm ho hoping to continue my show live on tape. Yeah, and a lot of people and weren't hoping that. But 
I couldn't yeah, resist. No. I'm okay. sorry. Then that show up. No, the idea is, uh, you know, I can focus more on the show. Yes. And 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 help other producers. And and I think one of the things that I think is important uh, about uh, community media is you know, setting up uh, people to like, mentor others. Yeah. And, and support others. You know, you know, people who are young and starting out and. And and looking for ways to how did you get to where you're at? And I think you have an obligation to like help them out and and to bring them to where you are and and beyond. And and I think that's what I see my new shift to be, to to be more. I don't know, uh, a teacher, a mentor. I don't know. But yeah, that's, that's so where I'm yeah, so you again, you're not going to go into some exotic <laughs> island for the remaining years of uh, maybe every four weeks. Yes, I'll do that. I just kind of want to know. <laughs> But you're going to be back mentoring in between. Yeah, I'm mentoring in between. Uh, <laughs> but I, I do expect to do a lot of traveling. I do. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. Um, so, I look, so look, we're down to our last uh, nine or ten minutes, as usual. The yeah. hour flies by. It's it always does. great to have you on. Yeah. Um, you mentioned a, a certain awards, but can you, is there some, you know, toot your horn here? What, what is this organization? <laughs> You've won a lot of awards. Yeah. Name some of the things you've done, uh, well, you've been uh, recognized for nationally. Well, the thing was, uh, you know, one of the greatest things about this process is you create product, you create productions. Yep. And, and that, to me, is the fun part. And when you submit some of these videos to uh, the ACM, which is the Alliance Community Media, which yep. is uh, one of the most uh, national advocacy group for community media, we've been very... Uh, you know, lucky to get get all these awards, and uh, and it's the KVA uh, Kids Video Adventure Workshop, which won probably a lot of awards over mm. the years, and, and appreciative of that because what it does is it recognizes the work that these kids have done, and 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 various producers to you know around the world uh, country, and uh, I think it's great that we we did this red carpet thing. Yeah, I remember. And, that was and, awesome. And we realized, that, and, and I got a... Th they were like movie stars. Exactly. I gave Haley a lot of credit because she, she said, Look, let's make it a red carpet thing. And uh, we did it at the senior center. Yeah. And uh, these kids, when they would show up oh. to celebrate what they did, and they dress up, and they get interviewed by the mayor and various it, people. It was like movie stars. It was movie it was stars. Fantastic. These kids, just something happened to them. It's like... That to me is this transformation of what they are and what they become. Yeah, was such an amazing thing. So, uh, the awards we've won, eh, to me, eh, it's great. But yeah. for the kids, right, it's Most been a wonderful thing. And and uh, and the parents are and so the parents, grateful. Oh uh, yeah, and to see, you know, their kids just coming out of their shell or whatever it might have been. And well, uh, this here's the other thing. Uh, you know, there's a couple of kids who have gone on to work in Hollywood. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so they could be up there accepting they could award, up there, yeah. thanking you. Yeah, well, that's something. I I said, uh, well, actually, one of them, uh, I said to him, I said, uh, I, I, when, when you, if you ever do get your award, <laughs> uh, well, after you thank uh, God and your mother, uh, don't forget me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, but that, I'm sure that does make you feel proud. It really I was going to ask you, what's your, you know, what is the proudest moment? But just do this. Uh, the, the duration of this hour, you kind of hear the things that, uh, that that make you feel good about what you've accomplished here. 
Yeah, I know. It's it's funny you should ask that because I haven't thought about it, and I guess I should start thinking about it. But I, I tell and you, there's a book down the road. I, there is a book on them, but I'll tell you, I love the idea that how many people have connected. Yeah. To this place, and uh, you know, the kids are always will have a special connection to me because that's my field where I began working with kids, and this transition to working with community media is the other part is. I'm I'm always also thankful for the various producers that have got involved in making shows. You're one of them. Thank you. And 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 I'm <laughs> thinking that I've always been appreciative to say, "Oh my god, this is what it's all about, getting you involved and getting you to create the show and it uh, continuing the show." In a way, this was a transformation from giving back to 02148. And to have you still producing and creating this show and hosting the show is what we're all about. And, and I thank you for continuing your connection to us. It's probably a bad timing, but I am retiring. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? No, no, no. no, no. Thanks. <laughs> thank you for saying that. And I thank Ed Lucy for giving me this opportunity, which was the perfect time uh, when I was looking to get back involved. So, yeah. again, it's the people you meet. It's the exactly. connections you have. It, it's so much a great connector. That's what Ron Cox. Well, it's not just me. It, it's it's this it's this organization, this this facility, uh, this staff. I got the greatest staff. You do. Here's where I get There's emotional. no doubt about it. I get emotional I, I love when the I staff down my here. staff because I wouldn't be where I am now without this staff. And I'm talking about the staff when I first got involved in 2006 to where I am now. And uh, there's not one person I can't not thank enough. For making me where I am now. You Beautiful. give me emotion. I, I beautifully said. <laughs> I, you know, um, you can see, uh, and they have such loyalty to you. And you got a great team, and it says so much about you and and uh, you know your leadership down here has been been fantastic. And people love working down here. And what more could you ask for? And people love coming down to volunteer. And and yeah. I always loved uh, the the camaraderie and the atmosphere. And it's just fun. You know what I mean? You yeah. created this fun, creative environment. Well, thank um, you for that. Uh, and you people know, work COVID hard. was a challenge. I got to tell you. Oh my God! It was yeah. a big challenge, and and uh, I got uh, again. I want to thank my staff for getting us through this. Uh, the creativity of uh, Talanzo for hooking up us up with the uh, Zoom and and uh, the connections we made. But we're still here, and and it's, and we got through it. And this is a wonderful thing. Well, Ron, uh, I can't thank you enough for coming down. I really, when I heard that, the second I heard you say that on the air that night, I said, I got to have him on. I want to talk about his career. And I actually want to do something a little more. Yeah, uh, we'll do more. A little of kind of a bigger show as you get closer uh, to, uh, you know, to actually leaving. But um, it's been a great pleasure to have you on. Well, I want to thank you, Mike. Uh, and, and thank you for continuing on your show. Uh, I love you, man. Love you too, man. All right. It's a great man. Thank you, Ron Cox. Uh, Malden, that's it. Uh, as you know, I like to end my show with quotes, and we've been kind of an artistic theme tonight with my dad, with Ron, with Charles Schultz and Snoopy, and I thought I'd end with a quote from the great Pablo Picasso, one of the uh, great, uh, arguably one of the great, most influential uh, artists in the 20th century, painter, sculptor, and he said, never permit a dichotomy to rule your life. A dichotomy in which you hate what you do so you can have pleasure in your spare time. No, 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 folks. 
Look for a situation in which your work will give you as much happiness as your spare time. And that's what Ron Cox has done with his life. Thanks again, folks. God bless. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.